Thank you all for coming today. I know there's a lot of fears with coronavirus and some people were leaving the conference, but um, I don't buy into that, that thing. Uh, if you all looked at copper on Friday, it was the only metal that didn't go down when everything else was. Um, those of you who don't know us, we're an aggressive exploration group. We're looking for some of the largest mines in the world. Um, that's something we've been at for about four and a half years, both in precious and base metals, and we're now on the forefront of finally coming through with that business plan. That being said, like always, I'll be making some very positive forward-looking statements about all of our projects and our company. Um, so what we did here is we've gone out with a, a world-class technical team involving a lot of former geologists from Newmont. These were global experts within Newmont. We raised $100 million and went out to go find the world's biggest gold and or copper mines. And so far, we spent about 60% of that money at Committee Bay, which has truly been the needle in the haystack. It's been really tough. And we're not there yet, but we're much closer. Where we've had a lot of recent success and why our share price is performing has been our Sombrero project in Peru. And we were really, really lucky to get something called Curry Baya put together at the same time. So as I stand here today, we have three tier one precious and base metal world-class opportunities in our portfolio. This chart here just showing you the timeline of the actual discovery curve. It's the most rewarding investment curve you can experience as an investor in the exploration and investor space. We have three tier one opportunities. They will be drilled in the sequence of Sombrero this year, Curry Baya towards the end of this year, early next year, followed by Committee Bay after that. So going into this world-class bull market, you have three opportunities to get that 10, 20 or 30 times your money. Committee Bay, I'm not going to belabor it because uh, right now, all I'm going to say is it's been tough because of that image in the lower right. All the rocks are covered by a thin layer of dirt, so you can't put your hand on the gold. So it's been a lot of science, but the science has been really good. We're drilling tens of meters of gold. We just need to get the decimal place over one. You'll see a lot of targeting news this year, followed by drilling likely next year. Homestake Ridge, we haven't talked about for some time. Homestake Ridge is an incredibly robust deposit. It's about 1.2 million ounces of eight grams gold silver equivalent. I've highlighted the resource here because we're putting out a PEA on it for the first time in the next two weeks about mid-March, and you will see where a lot of deep value comes, likely justifies our entire market cap. Our Peruvian projects, this has been exciting. And I've quoted our chief geologist and chief of operations, uh, Michael Henriksen. He said, on behalf of the technical team, they're all former global experts from Newmont, Sombrero is the best pre-drilling project they have seen in their careers. This is a tremendous statement. I'm gonna show you why, but as we impatiently wait for drill permits, we added another one that's becoming as competitive as Sombrero is in the precious metal side called Curry Baya. So how this came together, there's a belt called the Andawilas Yari Belt. On the right-hand side of this image, you have some of the largest mines in the world. In Peru, specifically Las Bombas is the 10th largest copper mine in the world. What you see in pink are exposed rocks, intrusions. What you see in green is volcanic cover. The theory here was that once you got into the volcanic cover, the rocks were too young. There was no big intrusions underneath them. We have proven that theory incorrect. We do officially have the other half of this belt. We've confirmed it with age dating outside of the hundreds of meters in copper and gold we've been sampling there. And lastly, but very importantly, we were first movers here. We screened 8,000 square kilometers to put together a 130,000 hectare land position. Right now, we have seven high priority targets. Sombrero Main is going to be drilled first. These each could be standalone significant mines. And this is only 5% of our land position. If that's not enough, there's a lot more coming out of this land position you're gonna hear about in the next six months. Exceptional infrastructure, we're talking about the biggest mines in the world. The most 
most imperative thing that you need to have is access to power. The government had fortunately put mine power across our property since we've been here. You get here on a paved road, you have nearby towns, you have water, and you're only at 3,900 meters with a dream ge geometry in terms of the, the sloping of the hills there being moderate. No steep canyons to worry about in the mining scenario. When we got here, we saw this image, and I'm going to say we were incredibly lucky for two reasons. One, there was some incredible grades of multi-gram gold and multi-percent copper, and two, most of it was covered by volcanic cover. This preserved the opportunity so we could get here, but there's just enough exposed that we could go and do the work to see that there is a possibility to find another Lost Bombus or two or three of them along this belt. So it was preserved because it was covered, but there was enough there to give us the confidence things could be better. And if being lucky about that opportunity wasn't enough, Mother Nature gave us a cross section. A river carved this deep canyon. That's 400 meters deep. You're looking at a scarn body in the side of this cliff. Those red dots in the middle of the cliff, those are mining adits. They were mining north of 25% copper in the side of that cliff, 200 meters down from the top. You can walk to the bottom. Our chief geologist has been to the bottom. He's found bornite. Bornite represents really high grade copper, but most importantly, there's 400 meters of depth extent from surface. If you look at the results on the top of the right of the page, we, we sampled that random multi, multi-gram gold, multi-percent copper. The drill target here is on the backside of the cliff. We're not going to drill the cliff, but having this cross-section, having the exposure on surface, I want you to visualize this actual scar and body going around in a donut shape, as you see in our drill plan here on the left. We've shown you a nice donut shape. It's a scarn body around an intrusion. Um, the mine that would be most comparable is on the belt next door. It's or in the same belt to the east. It's called uh, Tintaya. This was a highly profitable, huge mine. Um, we're not reinventing the wheel. We have the other wheel on the other side of the car. That's my point. We're not trying to do something fancy, find something different. We're trying to find more of some of these world-class profitable mines, and they're very, very similar. So when you get here, there's no shortage of oxide copper, as you can see in the image below. Somebody drilled a few holes here on the edge of our system looking for iron deposit. They didn't sample for gold. And the green rock, we all know, anybody here can go find some oxidized copper and, and, and walk on that. But the rock that's going to make us all extremely wealthy is the black rock. That's magnetite scarn. That's running 1.3% copper. It's running half gram gold. This is the rock that's going to make the volume, the multi-billion ton deposit and potentially give us a chance for grade. Somebody's drilled this before us, just a few holes on the edge of the system, and that's where our confidence come from that it could be so good. So permitting. Uh, permitting is not easy in all parts of Peru, but in this place specifically, the longest part of the permitting process is called the DIA. It's our environmental permit. We achieved ours in six and a half months. You can complain it's taken forever. That's the fastest DIA achieved in Peru in the last several years. Where number one, number two was Barrick at seven months. Everyone else is nine to 14 months. The good news is we're in the cons community consultation part, which is a lot shorter than the DIA. So we're going to be inside six and a half months. We've ensured our community consultation part by doing massive agricultural programs. Congress has awarded the communities and the work that we've done. We're being extre received extremely well. So we think that's going to go quickly. So in just in summary, high level. We're exploring the other half of a world-class mining belt as first movers. We think we'll find multiple mines. Everything is the same here. Geology, 
age of the rocks, scale of opportunities. The only difference we have is there's more gold in our system than base metals, which is great. And we're in the final phase of permitting. Curibaya, so while we waited, while everyone's frustrated, me included, impatient for this drill permit to come in our hands to go make the discovery, this project came together for us. It's on the, on the largest porphyry belt on the coast with mines like Cerro Verde, Tocopala, Kiaveco. You got the right address for something big. Um, infrastructure, again, is exceptional. That points to profitability. Big projects will need big infrastructure. Really, really good. The target model, not to get too technical, I want you to look at this image and think of three domes. All these veins are pointing us towards these targets. The veins are running multi-kilo silver, multi-gram gold. And here's what the sample highlights look like to date. I think there's 63 samples over 200 gram silver, uh, 42 over a gram gold, up to 42 gram gold, up to 14 kilo silver. What does this mean? Well, a lot of projects when you look for precious metals, you look on surface for antimony and arsenic, indicator elements as your pathway towards a big precious metal target. Or you get excited over 100 parts per billion gold in a, in a signature. We're using multi-kilo silver, we're using multi-gram, half ounce, ounce and a half gold as our pathfinder to source. Imagine how rich that could be. And this is what it looks like. There's three dome complexes. The target is the blue area on the edge of the dome complex. The black dotted line is the actual surface. We're just showing you the model, what it looks like. We're basically gonna follow these high grade veins to areas where they've coalesced and a bunch of dense veins come together. And we're looking to go make a massive high grade, really rich gold silver discovery. So it's early days for Kiribaya. Uh, this is a world-class mining belt, so size is on our favor. Grade is absolutely king in the exploration world. It solves all profitability questions that you'd want to have to have a robust return of a deposit. Won't take us long to be drill ready, and we don't need a DIA. We don't need a consulta previa. We need a, something called an FTA that takes four, four to six months from when you file it. We will be filing ours this summer and have drill permits by the end of the year. Capital structure, 104 million shares out. We have some of the best shareholders in the world. We did not drill a hole last year and we performed the 45% return for shareholders. I'll remind you we're at the beginning of this year and we are going to be drilling this year, which will do a lot better for us if you remember my discovery curve at the beginning of my presentation. Um, but what's next? What's gonna make you guys money? We're putting out the PA on Homestake. I argue that it's gonna probably validate our entire market cap. And plus you have the three tier one discovery opportunities. We're getting more access at Sombrero. You're gonna see a lot more than the targets we found. You're gonna see big precious metal things in the south. You're gonna see more big base metal things. Sombrero is a project with discoveries for decades to come. Curibaya, it's gonna be a, that thing gets better every time we go to it. So look forward to a lot of news. We resume work March 15th, and we're gonna to quickly put, point towards drill targets. The optionality that we've created here is something I've started talking about. It's the possibility of a spinco. And that's something we're thinking about as shareholders, splitting our company into three for the three tier one discoveries. What did we need? We needed a PA at a home stake. That's coming mid-March. We needed to get further down the permitting road for Sombrero so that when we split, we can drill Sombrero right away. We needed to get a lot more confidence at Curibaya. If you read our press release on Friday, you'll see we're getting there. And lastly, you needed to be at the forefront of a major bull market, which we most certainly think we do. So if you see us split ourselves into three to benefit you with three shares for the price of one, that's something that we're strongly considering. The last point I'll make, world-class discoveries are expensive. We've raised $100 million to get to this point. They take time. We've taken four and a half years to get to this point as well. So we spent the money, we've put the time in with our world-class technical team, and we represent three tier one discoveries 
as an investor, this is the best opportunity I've seen at the best timing of the forefront of a major bull market in my entire career. Thank you very much. Thank you, Adam.